Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is a rising up-and-coming actress. My guest today is Tia Renzi. Have you always dreamed of being nominated for a Jimmy Award? Um, so I only found out about the Jimmy Awards probably uh, the year that I got nominated for it. Um, like I knew that they were a, like an award show kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, but I never really like looked into it. Like my, like my musical theater friends, cause in high school, um, I was like, I did musical theater. I did the, um, I did like the musicals, but, mm-hmm. um, up until my junior year, I was doing track and field as well. Oh. So I was kind of like balancing both out and trying to figure that out. Um, But I didn't really like get into like theater theater until like my senior year when I stopped doing uh, track and field um, and I started just doing the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of just spiraled from there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, But like when like... Uh, beginning of senior year, like I started getting really into musical theater. All my friends were mm-hmm. in a theater group, um, and so I like started looking up all of the videos, and I was like, "Oh, wow, this is cool!" Um, and the year before, I was nominated for—they're um, not the Sondheim Award. They were—they were the Connecticut Musical Theater Awards for high school. Yeah. Um, so they're called the Chismitas. We call them the Chismitas. Cool. Um, but so that then transferred over. I got nominated for um, Best Featured Actress for um, The Mistress and Evita. Ooh. We did it my junior year. Yeah. And then it changed, it like changed um, people who owned it, who owned the awards. Mm-hmm. So they changed it over to the Sondheim Awards, um, which was a very different experience than the Chismitas, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a feeling that, like, hey, I could actually be nominated for a Jimmy Award when you were playing Eponine and Lamez? Um, well, we knew that the Sondheim Awards were coming to see the show. Um, and I was like, oh, this would be really cool um, to get nominated for and to, like, do. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said, I had done the Chismitas prior. Yeah. Um, but I didn't... At the at the time we were doing the show, it really wasn't a thought in my head. I was kind of just, like, having fun doing my musical theater with my school, you know? Yeah. But then when I got nominated, I was like, oh, that's re- that's really, really cool. Like, I'm, I hope I win something. Yeah. Like, I um, like, I didn't connect that if I won... The Sondheim Awards, I would go to the Jimmys. I kind of figured that out, um, like, mid-workshop for the Sondheim Awards. So ah. we were like, oh, that, okay. I did not know that, but cool. Yeah, you know? like, hey, like, I can actually, like, you know, get nominated. Yeah. And actually, like, you know, reality can, you know, come in. Like, hey, this is actually could be possible for me. Yes, exactly, yeah. When... You were an understudy in Spelling Bee and in Noises Off. Did you ever get to go on for those tracks that you understudied? Or were you doing, like, ensemble or, like, backstage stuff? Yeah. So, 
for uh, Spelling Bee, um, we had a, um, like, a high school um, day where it was, like, in the middle of the the school day where schools would come and see the production. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the understudies do that production. Um, But, like, we had to, like, kind of shorten the show. So we, like, cut some songs. We cut some little like there's there's a song a a couple of little tweaks (laughs) yeah um we had to make it child friendly yeah Uh, so and that was kind of like when our parents would like the understudies parents would be able to come and see it yeah it was really nice to be able to do that um for noises off we had we had added actually originally we didn't have a understudy performance at all oh Uh, and our director was kind of thinking about it. Was like, this is kind of unfair because they're they're doing the entire three act show, they're learning it and memorizing it, but not being able to do it. And it's like that's a lot of work to not do a show. I love that so, that they let you so do we, it. Yeah. So they actually made a they made a night that was because we're supposed to end on a matinee, right? But we extended it to just a student preview or just like a student preview a student viewing of the understudies that's so cool and so our our cast the original cast or the main cast um sat in the balcony and watched us and then they like it's a little inside joke for noises off but they like threw sardines at us (laughs) at the end at during bows like real sardines no it was like like the um the prop sardines that we oh okay i was gonna say if they were gonna throw real sardines at you i was gonna ask if it stunk because sardines Uh, smell (laughs) oh they're yeah (laughs) yeah have you always been a fan of sondheim um see that (laughs) that is a good question um i love sondheim for what it is yeah. And music and everything. I'm for me and my voice personally, I don't love my voice in like classical Sondheim music. Yeah. Um when I did a little night music at school, um that was a big challenge for me because I'm very I'm very much a contemporary. Yeah, and it's very classical. Yeah, so I had to like and I had I had solos in that, and I was like, okay, I have to figure out where my head voice is now because I'm a belt mixer. Like, Yeah. It was, and it was great working with my voice teacher um, and the director and the music director mm-hmm. on how to do that um, and to find, and to like kind of um, figure my way through that show. Yeah. Um, I essentially faked it till I made it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was, it was a lot of fun to do something very, very out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and to know that... Uh, I had the people there to help me to figure it out and to be somewhat confident in my performance. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, but I wouldn't say I was always a fan of Sondheim. <laughs> yeah. But I I love um, I love listening to it. I love like singing to it in the car. Yeah, it's a little hard for you to do on stage, but it's like you're guilty pleasure in the car and it like just like just hanging out kind of music have you always like 
veered away from doing contemporary musicals because of how you like Ernie Mac contemporary uh like the classical kind of stuff because of like your fear with your voice or um I yes like when I was when I was in high school going into college I very much uh steered clear of classical um because of the um learning that we have to do in college you kind of have to go over there on that side of your voice um and you're taught through that through Mm -hmm. um your voice teacher and your coachings um but it was yeah like i even now like when i'm choosing songs for like auditions or something yeah an audition doesn't calls for like music in the style of the show um, I'll choose something that's like still considered like golden agey, like right, that- right. But it has that little contemporary has, touch like, yeah. to it. Yeah, which I can then like kind of spin off of, kind of like um, uh, Great Comet. Oh that's yeah, a good in between because like like the song No One Else, I can sing that in a kind of like fake. Um, classical sound, mm-hmm. or I can full belt that song. Yeah, so it's kind of like the in between there. Yeah, you have a happy medium. Yeah, exactly. What did you enjoy most about finally getting like? Because I was looking at your resume and it said like understudy, understudy, and in between uh, principal roles. What was it like to finally get another principal role after being an understudy for two different productions? Um, it. <laughs> it felt really good <laughs> um just because I feel like it's kind of that moment of if, if I was speaking in sports terms um you're getting called off the bench like you're getting put in yeah it's it's kind of like you've been sitting on the sidelines you've been watching and learning everything that you possibly can and then you're finally able to put that out there yeah it, just kind of see personally what you can do and kind of push your own limits um and see how far you can kind of go with that mm-hmm. um but yeah going in especially in college going from understudy or going from like not getting cast like because it's it's hard for freshmen to get cast yeah uh, if you do amazing um but uh it's hard for understudy um for underclassmen to get cast um and so you're working on the crew and which I worked on crew um a few times because I didn't get cast and even through crew you're still backstage you're watching what's going on and you're learning yeah everything's a learning opportunity there yeah and you Um, can apply it to your future exactly yeah so it's it's just every everything coming up to you getting like like getting me up to my first like named role that's I'm that I'm not like an understudy it just it helped me in the long run you know yeah have you always been a fan of like Disney and the princesses oh yes me (laughs) too still am the back of my laptop has a bunch of princess stickers on it oh I mine would too if I need to get a case for my laptop so it doesn't stick just to my computer yeah um but I have always 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 been a fan of Disney and all the princesses. I still um, am, and I'm 21. Oh, yeah. No, they call us Disney adults, and I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but, 
Is Ariel one of your favorite princesses? Absolutely. Um, Ariel has always been one of my favorites, simply because she's a mermaid. Um, But I just, I loved her story. Um, The music's really good. As as I grew, I learned to love it even more and understand. Um, But uh, The Little Mermaid was my first Broadway musical that I ever saw. Um, Uh, (laughs) Full circle! Exactly. No, and I actually found the playbill um, of when I saw the show, and I got a little pin. They like gave out little pins. I was like, "The Little Mermaid," my first Broadway show. Um, and so I was looking through my playbill at like the names, um, and I actually had seen my director, who directed for the Lex for The Little Mermaid. She was in the Broadway production, and I had seen her in the show that's so cool so that was like a huge thing for me um but yeah uh like i would sing uh part of your world all the time um in like third grade like i used to get in trouble in school for singing like humming to myself yeah like trying to learn something and in third grade my teacher called would like nickname uh me ariel because i just sing all the songs all the time yeah <laughs> so that was like my little nickname she called me like little mermaid like come over here <laughs> yeah it'd be so fun but yeah i'm obsessed still am will always be <laughs> so it's a great movie and a great musical and i feel like a lot of the newer songs that were that are in the musical that weren't in the movie are kind of like underrated like oh, the world above is a great song yeah I mean, I think it's a great introduction to Ariel's story. Yeah, and, uh, like, I was absolutely so honored to play Ariel as a POC actress. Mm -hmm. Um, And to just, like, follow in the footsteps of Diana Huey. Like, that's crazy to me. And to be able to, um, I got to sing a 54 Below concert with her recently. um, Which was crazy. Also, yeah, no, just especially with with the movie coming out. Um, mm-hmm. it's just so, so special to be able to be, to know that I'm, like, a part of that, uh, culture now, so. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hoping for, hopefully, a couple of the Broadway songs to be either underscored or maybe even sung in the live-action film? I, uh, I have a very, like, I love One Step Closer so much, Mm -hmm. I really, really hope that that is either underscored or put in the show, or in the movie, rather. Yeah. Um, Because that is such, like, a huge part in the Broadway show. Yeah. And literally, like, literally one step closer to them. Like, her getting what she wants. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Because I feel like, too, like, with, like, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin... There are certain songs that are in both musicals that I wish were in the live action films that didn't make it in. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, and I hope, yeah, and we're hoping, actually, like, with The Little Mermaid, they'll actually, like, do it this time. Mm-hmm. I also, oh gosh, I hope, I, it probably won't happen, but I hope the quartet is in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that is such a big, mo- this, that's also a big moment for King Triton as a character. Yeah. Pigeon, um, imagine Javier Bardem singing that. Yeah, no, he has that huge realization that he's yeah. like, 
I am so sorry. Like, I pushed her to this point. Like, it wasn't just her, like, being like, I want to be a human. It was like, he pushed her to the point of she had nowhere else. Like, she couldn't talk to him about it. So she went and sold her soul, you know? Yeah. Um, So I think a lot of the songs, especially in the musical, have huge meanings for the characters. And I really hope that they incorporate. Yeah, you get to know them better in the musical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. What moment in The Little Mermaid made you feel the most like Ariel? Hmm. Um, <laughs> I'd, okay, so I'd either have to say, um, for me, there were there were a few moments that I was really like, oh, I I feel like Ariel right now. Like, this is, <laughs> this is what is going on right now. Um, but when... The first, the first song slash scene in the second act, um, Positivity. Oh, yeah, with Scuttle. The funniest thing ever. Um, it was so hard for me to, like, contain my laughter. And you couldn't that. speak because you didn't have a voice, in quotations. Yeah, so I was kind of just, like, laughing, like, no sound, like, <laughs> on stage, and it was so funny. Um, but either that scene... Um, One Step Closer was a huge one for me just because um, Gonzalo, my Eric, we had, like, we, we had bonded so much beforehand, but that was, like, our first, like, just rehearsal alone where we got to, like, talk to each other and figure out what we exactly wanted to happen in this moment. Yeah. Um, and it was, like just figuring out, like, the little nuances of, like, every time, like, she touched him, like, that's, that's another, like, huge thing. Yeah. Um, is that they're not supposed to show, like, they're, they have a huge romantic arc during that song alone. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, then, uh, the next scene is, uh, kiss the girl, which is, like, another huge step. Yeah. Um, for Ariel and Eric, um, which sitting in the boat and just watching everything happen around me was just amazing to see. My cast was amazing, stunning. Love, Love my it. Sebastian, Brian. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I'd have to say, though, the biggest moment where I was, I fully felt like Ariel was, we called it the mayhem scene right after Les Poissons. Oh. Everything's going wrong, um, and the chef is running around trying to catch Sebastian. We were just singing Les Poissons in my class the other day for fun. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Um, But yeah, no, that was the most chaotic scene, but because I wasn't able to say anything, I had to um, do everything physically, Mm -hmm. and so... That was like the most aerial I had been. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. What other Disney characters would you like to maybe play someday? Um, gosh, I would love to be Belle at some point. Um, it. I'm actually I'm doing the A1 auditions uh, in January, and the Muni is supposed to be coming, and they're going to do Beauty and Beast. I so yeah, I heard about okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the um, uni looks so cool. Oh, uh, it would 
they they did it uh, a few years ago. Yeah, Kate Rockwell was Belle. Yeah, I was I was watching it. And I was like, that's an insane set. Like, it looks amazing. The Muni's doing um, Rent too, which is another amazing show. Yeah, yeah, no, their shows are gonna be amazing. Oh yeah. Um, I love to revisit Ariel because it was set like I. The Lex has such a little like short period of time where they do shows. Yeah. That. I'd love to revisit that character um, and just to, like, kind of have more more time with her. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to... I'd, I'd love to uh, be Rapunzel. Um, I, ho- I really hope they do, like, a Tangled musical. Oh, I, oh I've manifested <laughs> it many times with people. I already have talked about my dream of what, in, what the theater would look like with hair wrapped around it. Oh, exactly. No, it'd be amazing. Um, I've I've so I've told that to so many people. I said I want them to do Tangled on Broadway and have hair literally wrapped around the theater and around the balcony and around the lights and around everything. Because yeah, I think that would be so no, cool. It'd be amazing, and they could totally do the um the light up hair with the uh, what's it called? And um, they can have lanterns come down from the ceiling in the crowd. Like I want it to be very my version of of Tangled on Broadway and is very crowd uh, uh participant participating. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. with lights coming down and things like that. Yeah. No, I think that would be an amazing show. Um, if they could do Tarzan, they can do Tangled. Oh, exactly. If they can do Frozen, they can do Tangled. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen Frozen on Broadway, and it was great. Yeah. Um, I kind of... Be, I feel like they have to be able to do it. Uh, Enchanted... Oh, I have a feeling that will come to Broadway, especially because it's getting reinvented right now. Yeah. I'm like, it's also based in New York. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, the biggest thing would be the dragon. But... If they could have a giant dragon in Disney World, they can have a giant dragon on stage. Yeah. See, here's the thing. If they can have a giant Beetlejuice head, they can have a dragon. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. If they could have the wizard in Wicked, they can do the dragon. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, th- for Wicked, they had the giant time dragon anyway. Yeah. And they used it once. The yeah. entire show once. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I'd love to portray literally any Disney character. Um, yeah. I also would love Moana to be on Broadway, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's entirely on water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it'd be cool, but... Yes, they did the Little Mermaid. <laughs> they did the Little Mermaid exactly. As long as they bring Hey Hey the Chicken. If they can't do, they can't do Moana without Hey Hey the Chicken. Oh, exactly. Or Pua. They or Pua the, the pig. pig. Exactly. Like I mean, they did Aladdin without Raja and Abu, but you can't do Moana without Pua and Hey Hey. I won't. Yeah, al- I won't it, allow it. it. You did Frozen without uh, Sven. Exactly. I exactly. What is your guilty pleasure? Oh gosh. I have so many. (laughs) Um, Just in my personal life? Yeah, just in general. Oh, I am such, such a nerd. Um, But Doctor Who was a huge part of my childhood. (laughs) Ooh. Um, So I will still watch uh, Doctor Who. Um, They just made a huge announcement that the... 10th doctor is supposed to come back um but yeah that um uh 
Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe that it's possible that you can get abducted by a UFO? You know, I wouldn't put it past the universe to do that. Um, because, you know, because I watch Doctor Who, uh, I don't think that it's impossible that there's other life out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just haven't come back in a while because they think we're stupid. <laughs> How our planet's going right now, we kind of are. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Like, I, I believe that there's other life out there. And even, like, on our planet, like, I'm, like, and that's, like, the mermaid in me, but I 100% think that there are mermaids. Yeah, I kind of uh, do, too. That and unicorns. Yeah. No. Like, what's more believable? Like, a, a, a horse with a horn on its head or a six or... 12-foot donkey that's covered in spots with two horns on its head that has a six-foot neck. Hence a giraffe. Which is more likely? Exactly. How do giraffes come to be? That is a good question. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. I do so love giraffes. I, I mean, I I have a very active imagination. So, like, I I believe in, like, Bigfoot. I believe in, like, Sasquatches. Like, yeah. Kind of thing, you know? Um... Like, I think mermaids are still real. Like, yeah. I'd love to be a mermaid in real life. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Are the, I, are, believe in, I believe in aliens. Are there are there any movies out there that you can basically quote them because you've seen them so many times? Oh. I mean, The Little Mermaid. Any yeah. Movie. Yeah, I can, um, I can do Snow White from beginning to end, probably, while watching it. Oh, yeah. Um, the Prince of Egypt... Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. I used to watch it. I, I, I went to, I'm Jewish and I went to Jewish school. So every year when it was like the time of the Bible, when, when it was like the story of like Egypt, of like that whole thing, we'd watch it. And then every year on Passover, we would watch it in school. So I've seen it. I've seen it. I saw it twice a year for seven years straight. Oh yeah. No, that was like one of my childhood movies that I would watch. Um, because I loved the music. I'm so glad it's a musical now. I really, I waiting for it to come to broadway oh yeah brennan lark was the played support i interviewed brennan lark who played support on the world premiere yeah no i uh i just i want to be in that show so bad it would be a really good i think it'd be really good do really good on broadway i think really good no it absolutely would um narnia i can tell you anything you want to know about narnia um I've only seen I've only seen the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I haven't seen any oh, other ones. Yeah, no, that's that's like the one that most people have seen, um, but that's that's the one I could probably quote by heart. Um, but also, Spirit, the horse. Oh, movie. the horse movie! I was going to say the horse movie. I was obs- I still am because I'm like a little bit of a horse girl, but I was like obsessed with that movie, and I just recently like put the instrumentals like into my spotify account um because i was like having so much nostalgia just watching it's okay i have the the disney world rides instrumentals in my apple music so you're good oh i have the how to train your dragon instrumentals everywhere in my spotify (laughs) (laughs) yeah what 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 movie do you think should go should be on broadway next um 
One that isn't like yeah, the one that what what movie like do you think should have a, its own musical adaption next? I don't know. I was thinking about the Little Rascals recently. Ah, and that would be adorable. It'd be so cute. I mean, if they could do Matilda, they can do the Little Rascals. Yeah, no, and it would give like you know like Broadway kids like more. Yeah, Broadway. yeah. We can have more Lilla Crawfords and Annalise Scarpaccis in the world. <laughs> Love Annalise Scarpacci. Um, I was literally talking to my boyfriend about this recently. I'm trying to remember what movies I said. Um, I mean, they already did Mrs. Doubtfire, and that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. I'm going to pull up my Netflix account because I was literally thinking about this. Um... I my house is making noise. Um sorry. Um I would really love to see um gosh, come back to this question. Come back to this question cuz I'm going to like think about it and it's probably going to hit me when you ask me another question. What is your favorite meal of the day? Uh dinner. Love it. Well, is dessert an appropriate answer? Yes, yes, yes. I would say dessert, too. Like, after dinner dessert, yes. Yeah. And what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? I'm always so bad at this kind of question, because I personally don't think I'm interesting. Um, But I can, like... Like, if you asked me anything else about myself, I could tell you. But I, gosh, interesting thing that no one else knows about me. I have to sleep with socks on. I like it. I like it. Oh, like, because. I I sleep with a giant fan uh, every night, 365 days a year. So I understand. When I tell people that, usually they're like, but don't your socks, like, come off at night? I'm like, "No." No. Do yours? Are you a restless sleeper? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting fact. I, I like it. I like it. Once again, I've been speaking with actress Tia Renzi. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with Khalifa White from the Broadway revival of Carolina Change and the Lion King National Tour.